Welcome to the Verbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Henry Gibson movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Thercutch. In this episode, we're covering Minute 61 of the Verbs, which begins with Rubing telling Mark to ask him himself, and ends with Dr. Klopek saying, pardon my glove. <laughs> so we have finally gotten to the minute that John J. Galba was waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> But we'll wait till the end because we don't get to we don't get to see Doctor Klopek till the end. <laughs> Up till then, it's just more ambiance and uh, and leading into it. You don't want to call Galbo and try to get him on. <laughs> you want to send him a, a message, just uh, Skype him in. Yeah. Hey, it's part of my glove time. <laughs> so they literally stretch out a character's introduction for almost an entire minute here. Yeah. <laughs> they get because he says, "Why don't you ask him yourself?" That's what starts the minute, and then we get footsteps, and then yeah. we get Oop. chimes. So what do I got? We got written down here. We got footsteps, creepy chimes. Mrs. Rumstold goes over and holds Mark. Yeah, she runs over and holds him. <laughs> <laughs> and then a door opens, or a door creaks open, and we get just somebody's backlit shadow. A giant shadow, like it looks like a big monster shadow. Oh yeah, I mean they're they are definitely. Not slow walking you into this. Oh. Yeah, and then you get someone walking kind of, not weirdly, but very slowly and deliberately. Yeah. Walking. Focus on Ray's face. Focus on Carol's face. Yeah, I think we get a, yeah, because we zoom, we kind of zoom in on Ray, kind of zoom in on Carol. <laughs> yeah, she gets out of her comfortable posture and now goes to, like, staring. Yeah. And then we get a reveal of Henry Gibson. Who's <laughs> Or as I, as I wrote him down, the least imposing man ever. That's so what I was going to say. In comparison to his shadow, he looks like about half the size of that shadow. Yeah, and we don't get much of him this minute, but you will find out he's the most – I hesitate to use the word – normal. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like the only Klopek that could actually function in society. He can have a conversation. Yeah. yeah. He's not even really – besides the fact that he has an accent, he's not even really that weird. No. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. He seems more normal than the rest. Yeah. I mean, not so much here. <laughs> Because he comes out wearing like a kind of like a half a coverall thing. Yeah, with a shirt and tie on under. Yeah. Oh, you know, he's a professional. <laughs> he's from a different era where you always wore a suit and tie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's, here's a line that I've always mistaken. We'll talk about another mistaken line later. But he says, ah, we have guests. And Han says, sort of. Yeah, sort of. I did not know until I can't even tell you when that he said sort of. I thought he just kind of mumbled something in some sort of Slavic tongue. Oh, okay. I thought he was just like, Serta. Yeah, Serta. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> it wasn't until probably the first time I ever saw it with, like, subtitles on. I'm like, he says sort of? <laughs> well, when they say, oh, we have guests, when they show, like, the crowd looking, everybody's leaning at, like, a strange angle to try to look over at him, too. Yeah. It's like they were, I guess they were trying to show that they were watching him come around the corner. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Either that or they were like, listen, we need you all to lean in or you're not going to be in the shot. Right. Except Ray. Ray's just standing there. He's fine, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's the star. And uh, Hans has his hand tucked into his pants, <laughs> standing in the background. <laughs> Hans is good in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's excellent. Again, this movie doesn't work unless the Klopaks are what they are. Yeah. Because they could have very easily been like either – like goofy cartoon characters or just like a little too scary where you're like, Oh, I don't think I like it now. That's what I was thinking. They went extra creepy and it wouldn't even be a question. It was like, they're right on the borderline. Yeah. I feel like the problem you would run into is if you made this movie now, you would make the Klopex 
so crazy and so over the top. Yeah. It'd be ridiculous. You couldn't like like how half this movie up until very recently it's been in doubt. Like who are the real bad guys in this movie? Because <laughs> yeah. our supposed heroes are pretty awful. I don't think you have any kind of ambiguity in a new movie. No. It it's, would be like you would see them sacrificing people like in the first ten minutes. Well, that would just be a horror movie at that point. Yeah. So, um, well, I guess we'll, we'll finish talking about the minute before I get into Mr. Gibson here. Yeah. Yeah, so he comes out, and then we get the, the zoom in on Ruben, my brother, the doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who introduces somebody like that? <laughs> you know what else is weird? When he says that, um, Werner puts his hand out and says, Werner Klopek, and he kind of clicks his heels very strangely, too. Oh, what yeah. is that? Yeah, it's, it even says on the um, the subtitles, clicks heels. He does like a kind of like a skip thing. I didn't catch that. Yeah, he, he clicks his heels and then puts his hand out to shake. Yeah. Uh, his hand. All right, so I'm going to call Bull on one thing here. He walked all the way upstairs after painting with his hands covered in paint. Yeah. Not like, oh, I have some paint on my gloves. Like, it looks like he stuck his hand in a paint bucket. <laughs> yeah. You didn't notice this? <laughs> right, nobody noticed. You didn't notice you had paint all over you? Like, I've had people reach out their hands to shake my hands, and for whatever reason, you were working on something and doing something, and you're like, oh, no, I don't I don't want to shake hands. You know, I just... You look down at it. You say, oh, oh, whoa, no, I'm not going to shake yeah. your hand. You realize that you're like, oh, I just, I just checked the oil in my car. My hand's covered in oil. I don't want to shake your hand right now. But no, not Klopek. He doesn't even notice that he's wearing a freaking surgical glove covered in blood or paint. <laughs> oh, pardon my glove. Yeah. That's where we're going to cut it, because I think the next scene starts with him. Yeah, the next scene's him looking at the hand. All right, so now that we've had uh, Henry Gibson walk out, we'll give you a little Henry Gibson. Had you in, had you seen him in anything before that you could think of? Did you die? I lost you for a second there. Okay. I'll just ask what? the exact same question again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, besides the burbs, had you seen Henry Gibson in any other movies that you could think of? No. I mean, he uh, looks like the uh, alien from uh, the Martian. What was the Martian show in black and white? Oh, my, uh, Martian. my favorite Martian? <laughs> yeah, he kind of looks, looks like, like – oh, look at this. I'm about to wow you. You think he looks like Ray Walston? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. I knew his name. <laughs> That's bad. You didn't even look that up. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm telling you right now, you have seen him in movies. Uh, the ones that would have come to me, and it's not the one that would have come to most people, is he's the boss – of, like, the ShopRite in Inner Space. Oh. Another Joe Dante movie. Okay. Which is, he's the boss of Mrs. Rumsfeld, because she works there with Martin Short. Oh, wow. She's the chick that Martin Short's trying to sleep with. See, it's been so long since I saw that movie. I'm going to have to rewatch that one again, too. Inner Space Minute. (laughs) All right. Let me go down here and check out my man's credits. He has 152 credits. Wow. He did all right for himself. Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. He goes back to 1963. <laughs> his first his first gig was on The Nutty Professor. Oh, wow. I mean, starting off good. And then he's in, oh, oh, here you go. 1964 TV series. He was in My Favorite Martian. Real. I kid you not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was another Martian or something. You should have to look that episode up. It's called Danger High Voltage. You should look it up and watch it. I wonder if he's like a, another Martian. Maybe I did see that one. Maybe he did. <laughs> and then he was in F Troop and Bewitched and Last. Oh, 
that's the thing people, a lot of people, not people our age, probably like our parents would know from. He was in Laughing. Okay. I, I, I mean, I remember watching Laughing with my grandma and stuff. Yeah. Um, another thing you, I'm telling you right now, you know him from, even though you don't know you know him from it, is he was Wilbur in Charlotte's Web. Oh, get out. He was the pink? That's Wilbur, right? Yeah. 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 Her face was. Charlotte. Wasn't, um, Carrie Fisher's mom was Charlotte. Yeah, they just, I just heard Eddie that. Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah, so we got that. He was in Love American Style. That's also before my time. He was in Barbary Coast, which I think was a William Shatner joint. <laughs> All right, so he was doing a lot of TV in the 70s. Uh, he was on Wonder Woman. Lucky guy. <laughs> Trying to, oh, here you go. Here's what a lot of people would know him from. Um, in 1980, he was in a little movie called The Blues Brothers. Oh, he was oh. he was the head Nazi. He was the head of the Illinois Nazis. I know. I remember him now. <laughs> I absolutely do remember him from that now. Yeah, and then, oh, then we just got, like, I'm just going to run through some of his TV series in, like, the early 80s. And he's in he's in Trapper John MDV, MD, Magnum P.I., Simon & Simon, Love Boat, Quincy. <laughs> he's hitting all of them. Wow. Everything that's running there. He was additional voices in the Smurfs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was in the Fall Guy, of course, because why wouldn't he be? Night Rider, Twilight Zone, uh, Inner Space. He was Mr. Wormwood. So, then he's there's the Burbs when he's a uh, Werner Klopek. <laughs> he drops into uh, Newhart in Gremlins Two. I do remember from Gremlins Two. He's the employee fired for smoking. I don't remember that. Um, there's a scene where. Robert Picardo from this movie gets on the thing and looks through like a CCTV camera. Okay. And says, "This is not an authorized smoke break. Clear out your desk. You don't work here anymore." I kind of do remember. I don't. I, I don't remember it being him, but I kind of do remember that scene. You you never get a close shot of him. It's all in black and white, and it's all watching on a television screen. That's probably why. Now is that also Joe Dante? The Gremlins too? Yes, I believe so. I think he did them both. He really does have some favorites, doesn't he? Oh yeah. I guess when he likes somebody, he likes somebody. Yeah. There's an episode of uh, Star Trek D Space Nine. Uh, a few episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You know what? For everyone I'm reading, I'm like skipping past like 10, by the way. I remember him from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, too. I think he was the uncle. Oh, man. Is that terrible? I had my niece and nephews living with us at the time when that show was out. It wasn't just oh, me. Oh, no. There's no need to explain yourself. <laughs> he was in uh, Magnolia in 99. Was he the uncle? He might have been the cat. No, I'm thinking about it. Oh, well. <laughs> in, Wedding, in, uh, in Wedding Crashers, he was Father O'Neill. And his last credits that he had before his untimely death in 2009, he was on the TV show King of the Hill. He was Bob Jenkins. Who's Bob? He was in seven episodes. I don't remember who Bob Jenkins is. I don't either. Uh, and on the, his last credit, Boston Legal, he had 24 episodes as Judge Clark Brown. Huh. All those shows, all those lawyer shows love to bring in, like, old character actors for their judges. Yeah. I, I noticed they had uh, Herman Munster on a couple of them. Are you thinking of from My Cousin Vinny? No, he was a, a judge on something else, too. Well, yeah, because the one I was watching, my wife was watching, I think, I, I, she watches, like, three or four lawyer shows, but I think I think it was The Good Wife, was um, Shooter McGavin was the uh, oh, really? was the judge. <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, this guy's going to be a prick. <laughs> Shooter. Shooter McGavin. <laughs> They're going to shoot it off of uh, Frankenstein's fat foot. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's, what did he say? <laughs> Something about him being able to read. <laughs> oh, God, I can't remember what he says to him now. 
Because <laughs> then he says, you can bet on me waiting for you in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is not, thankfully, not Happy Gilmore Minute. <laughs> the last good Adam Sandler movie. All right, so, although I did mention that uh, Dr. Klopak was the least weird Klopak, still pretty weird to come out with your hand covered in paint and shake your neighbor's hand with it. Yes. Part of my glove. Um, or, or as John J. Galbo says, pardon my blood. Yeah, he thought it said pardon my blood. You have to remind me, I have to name this episode pardon my blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. The only thing that I'm concerned about with the Klopex is I'm never quite sure what their end game is. Yeah. Like, if they're trying to convince their neighbors they're not doing anything wrong, they're doing a really bad job of it. Yeah, they're terrible at it. They're not good at it at all. Everything they're doing is making everyone more suspicious. Like, if this moron just comes up the stairs without this stuff on and says, oh, hi, I'm Dr. Klopak. I work at the local hospital. Then you just start thinking, okay, well, this guy's a doctor, and he just lives with his weird brother and his crazy nephew. (laughs) Yeah. You're just thinking, oh, this poor man has a really crazy family. But Instead, I'm thinking, oh, this guy's part of the craziness because he's walking around with paint or blood all over his hand. Well, the, yeah, you don't know it's paint. It's blood as far as I'm concerned up to this point. Because like, that's what I would do when I'm downstairs murdering people. I'd come up in, with my bloody glove. And, well, why would he be wearing rubber gloves while he painted it, too? Nobody wears rubber gloves when they paint. They just paint. Yeah, not even like – oh, I, I've known people that wore like kind of gloves. Normally, they're like fingerless gloves or something. Right. But he's wearing surgical gloves. Yeah, he's got regular surgical gloves on, like he was doing surgery. <laughs> so I guess the question needs to be asked is, was he downstairs doing something else, and he put all this on to cover it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I better stop murdering this drifter downstairs and come upstairs <laughs> and put some paint on my hands. Let me stop sewing Walter up. Yeah. <laughs> start, start cutting uh, Walter up into little bite-sized pieces. <laughs> all right, well, I'm going to check my notes here. Um... Mostly I just have about Henry Gibson being not very imposing. <laughs> yeah. And the way he clicked his heels, you got to rewatch that part. I don't know why he does it. I mean, unless they're trying to just, like, drive home the whole Weirdness. Eastern European wink-wink. Yeah. You know, maybe I spent some time at some camps type thing. <laughs> and he's a doctor. Yeah. You know, he could have been hanging out with Mengele. <laughs> that's two in a row. I think that's, what's that? that's two weeks in a row we mentioned uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Concentration camps. We should, probably, yeah. not, we should probably not go for three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I do not have anything else unless you do. Nope. All right. So. Yeah, yeah that's good. So uh, head over to our Twitter to uh, talk with us there. Catch us on Facebook. If um, you have your own minute podcast, um, tweet at us and we will mention you on here. Um, if you if you do have a minute podcast and you're not already on Movies by Minutes, go over to moviesbyminutes.com, shoot them an email, and they'll put your podcast up there so you get a little more visibility. So, do we think any new minute podcasts have started since the last time we talked? You bet one has. The Pirates of the Caribbean Minute. What's that one called? Black Pearl Minute? Well, they're starting with Curse of the Black Pearl. It's <laughs> called Pirates of the Caribbean Minute. I have the sad suspicion they're going to do all of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. There's, I have been thinking about having my daughter watch the first one, though. They're, they're not terrible, but, I mean, there's too many of them now. Keep up. Well, they get too confusing. Like, the second yeah. and third one makes no sense. Right. I mean, listen, I enjoy pirate movies and when they're shooting and fighting, and Johnny Depp's really in his element in these movies. But, I mean, yeah, it gets rough. I never saw the fourth one, the one where 
they kind of wrote out uh, Lino Legolas wasn't around anymore. Yeah. And it was just like they could only afford Johnny Depp. They couldn't afford Keira Knightley anymore. No, they're paying Johnny Depp way too much. They're like, yo, Johnny Depp's got like $30 million for this, so uh, <laughs> you guys got to go. We're going to have to get a bunch of notes. Just like any of the Minute podcast, if I said Pirates of the Caribbean Minute, you went, oh, damn, I wish I would have started that podcast. Listen to this one. <laughs> I mean, I'll give him this, though. Those movies are lush and filled with stuff on screen. Oh, yeah. You're going to find something in the background and talk about for 20 minutes. Yeah, and any movie that has Johnny Depp in it, you're going to have plenty of time to talk about stuff. Yeah. He is endlessly fascinating. <laughs> he is. I mean, you have, like, you ever see, like, the list between, like, if, like, crazy and genius and, like, psychopath and all that stuff? Yeah. He's, like, right between crazy and genius. <laughs> He's a nice enough person where he stays on the genius side, but, like, if he had gone, like, two steps the other way, he would be, like, completely intolerable. Yeah. As it is, he's just charismatic enough to pull it off. All right, I do not have anything else. So, uh, I don't have anything else. Yeah, that's good. Good to know. So, uh, <laughs> part of my glove, and stay safe, neighbors.